Okay, so I'm kind of one of those like seize the moment kind of people. Like, I have no problem with there being like large abysses of um, not really knowing where or how everything's gonna come together because I have so much faith about the power of the moment. Um, I believe in the power of everything changing in one drop, in one second, in one dust particle, in one drop of, one drop of whatever, one seed of faith, you know, all of those kinds of things. I just do. I believe it because I'm a dreamer, I'm an artist, I'm a creative, innovative, um, very potential seeing visionary kind of a person but it's not just that like i i see the beauty of having a team right like i see the beauty of having a visionary kind of person plus a very like implementive kind of person having another couple people that that deal with the details of having like really founded research stuff and then the details of making sure things recur and that there's a system like I don't know I'm such a a Kobe nerd like I'm probably going to become like a Kobe certified kind of person because I think it's a beautiful system to like have the potential like it just like it 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 takes care of all the little gaps for me in areas of my life that I always felt like there was just always going to be like a valley and there's just all these constant pits but it's almost like it's almost like i was like um hiking and i decided to go on this adventure of like jumping and being this parkour person to jump from from like mountain peak to mountain peak and then suddenly after like learning about colby it's become this thing where it's like no i have no more mountain peak stuff i am just a mountain peak paving through all the valleys kind of person now so I don't even have to worry about it. I can be this person that just totally like runs straight to like sprint to where I'm thinking and going rather than jumping from valley peak, like mountain peak to mountain peak because that's my only option. It's like having the Colby score thing helps me to see things in a way that just like smooths it out either in my psyche and in my intellectualizing of it to be like, it's okay. I can, I know that there's going to be these gaps here and in some ways openly dialoguing about the things that are perpetual about me helps me to heal and helps me to have a sense of feeling like it's going to be fine. You know, whether they're imaginarily, imaginarily filled in or if they're legitimately filled in because I've found a team member to fill that place, right? It's kind of the same intention all in itself. And so it's like, it's working with the invisibles of like, all things are created spiritually first before they're created physically. Anyways, for some reason I thought to talk about that as I'm trying to somehow introduce the topic about the truth of menstruation. (laughs) I didn't know how to bring this up because I was like, oh, what should I call it? Should I call it like the bloody truth? Or should I call it like, uh, like turning red? Like, you know, like, I don't know, how many days of turning, oh, whatever. But that was like, no, but the truth of menstruation sounds, sounds very philosophical and very like, ooh, like, what is that? Versus like the bloody truth, which is kind of like, kind of like, what are you going to be talking about? Or like turning red, which can kind of be a little bit more like taking somebody else's copyrighted name of a movie that I'm really looking forward to seeing. But I really hope they have some like spoofy, like kind of stuff all about like they do already have spoofy stuff about puberty but I hope they tap in something about menstruation stuff too because I think that there needs to be so much more laughter 
so much more open dialogue, so much more like that kind of stuff about that topic. I don't know if it was just me, but growing up, it was like it it definitely was a taboo topic. It was either a taboo topic or it was a topic where you knew that you just constantly felt awkward about bringing it up anyways at any time because it was such a messy thing. It was so intimate and private and personal and yet it was something that everybody was going through and and you know you knew that there were some people that were comfortable talking openly about it because they just were but then there was others of us that were just like no 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 i'm just going to totally deny that i even have that part about me and i'm just going to deny it for however long i think i can right <laughs> um but i don't know what it when things switched for me i think things kind of switched probably around the time that oh probably after i was considering being pregnant became pregnant and was considering childbirth kind of stuff because the the topic came about so hospital birth um home birth those kinds of things and i was just in my logic i was like are you kidding me why would i i don't like when i go through menstruation every month or however many times i do whenever i do it i don't like go to the hospital for a week while i'm doing that like so that somebody else can take care of you know the the mess or whatever of of that experience like i can i can deal at home like it's going to be okay like it's not a big deal right like it's just it's just like housekeeping stuff right like that's really what it is cuz that that is it's like baby comes out you do the whole housekeeping thing you keep your baby carry on right like especially for someone like me that was like healthy enough for that to be a very simplistic experience, right? It wasn't like an emergency thing, it wasn't like anything like that. I've never had an emergency birthday. Thankfully, right? Like that's been a thing, a miracle thing that I've always had. And that was so beautiful, right? And it's the same with me for like this menstruation thing kind of, right? It's like it's like I just don't think that it needs to be a medical thing. Um, however, I realize there's a lot of people in my life that actually struggle with it hardcore in a in a different way. I struggle with it before the actual period starts, right? My biggest mess is before. It's like the week before is worse than the actual week of because the week before I go werewolf style and I'm just like totally split in half. It's like I'm I'm mutated into something else. It's like I'm constantly becoming becoming mutated every time, but it's not actually that way, right? I know the beauty of it. It's just like how beautiful the 9 months experience is for a, a woman to have a baby. It's like they're constantly transforming, right? Like every second, every day, every week, every month, they are constantly transforming. And in some ways they feel like this robot that doesn't have control and somebody else has programmed them to become something different every day and you're just constantly trying to keep up with that within a 9 month span, right? But it's okay because you already went through puberty, you already went through like 6 years of doing that. So it's like you're kind of used to this idea that okay, my I don't have total control in how my body looks, how my body feels at any given moment, but I just it's something that I need to learn to manage. you know i start to learn how to manage it in puberty and then as i develop this growing body in pregnancy i learn to do it really in a very condensed concentrated time within 9 months right so that by the time my my graduation from this 9 month like mutation process that that is actually really beautiful i wish i had a better name than mutation right but it's like the best word that i have to explain it because it's such a sudden shock to the system like shock to 
the psychological part of the system. I'm sure the body knows exactly what it's doing. Absolutely. You know, just like how the digestive system knows exactly what to do when the thing goes in the mouth and then there's 16 different like hours later that it comes out the other end, right? Like the body totally knows what to do, right? And so I shouldn't say it's mutation. It's just like a process, a process, right? <laughs> so anyways, so then, yeah, the nine month process. And then they get to graduate on the birthday. What a wonderful day to say it's a birthday and it's a graduation all at once. And then you get this baby in your arms. Like it is literally the best moments of a person's life. Like nobody could have explained that to me ever, you know, to, to just think that all of that puberty happened for a reason. All of those nine months happened for a reason so that the, the graduation day birthday could happen for this little, little baby to have these tiny little eyelashes, tiny little toes and tiny little nails. And for them to just be this sweet little sweet pea, you know, like there's something very special about the way that Heavenly Father prepares our, our hearts and spirits and the, the fruition of one of his children to have a safe place to land, right? Even in the physical preparation of this Heavenly Father to prepare a mother to, for his, one of his spirit children to enter into, right? Like, there's something going on there. It's not just mutation. It's not just the bloody truth. It's not just the, you know, like, you know, inconveniences of hygiene or, or whatever. It's like, it's kind of like what I talk about a lot, where it's like nine months is a really great time for parents, mothers, fathers to get prepared for each of their babies. Not just because it like, it takes nine months for the body to transform to that way, but it actually, it's like the perfect amount of time, um, at least, right, for the spirit, for the spirit and the mind of a, of a mother to get into the mindset of willing themselves to be prepared to take care of this baby, right? Like, sometimes at the beginning, <laughs> like my first birth, I would be naive and be like, oh yeah, this is so hard, this is so hard to be pregnant, da 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 it was always funny because it was like I'd be like oh man this is the hardest yet and then I have the baby oh goodness this is awesome like that's gonna be the last day that I have to have something hard <laughs> and it was just so it was just like exactly the thing that my friend expl explained in one of the last little youth testimony meetings she had she's like you know you youth you think that there's things that you're going through that are so hard and and they are you have like these emotional things and these things and these things and they're so hard and you know what it's just getting worse <laughs> it's so funny and i was like okay i get it right because that's like exactly it. it's like you go through the pregnancy so hard right like your body's changing and then you have the birthday and you think oh yeah it's gonna be easy now I don't have to feel the pains of bearing a child. I don't even have to feel the pains of pushing out a child. It's just gonna be easy from here in, right? And I have to say it's twofold, it's 50-50. Yes, it's hard to, you know, take care of this child like every 30 seconds, every half an hour, every two hours, and constantly be on call for like the rest of your life, right? But very specifically for those first two years, like very on duty, on call, lifeguard style. And it's like, I could never have anybody legitimately explain to me the level of joy, 
the level of like beautiful moments that a mother can have when they're just holding their baby in the quiet and just getting into that sinking feeling of like, this is not the first time this has happened. I get this beautiful miracle of a baby, but my parents had the beautiful miracle of me and they woke up for me. And so it's like, it was like this connective full circle experience to be like, I get to do this for this child right now, but like somebody else did it for me, right? Like somebody else did it for me and then somebody else did it for my parents, right? And it's this constant cycle of family that is like, this is not just about bloody truth stuff. This is not about just about menstruation. This is not about whatever, like, like menstruation is just like one tiny part of like, almost like a physical symbol of Heavenly Father's love, right? Like, it's like, it's a way for him to visually show us that things are changing. Things are changing in a good direction. I had this one person say one time, um, where they, they mentioned like, you know, the transition of helping their child enter into their puberty and like period kind of like cycle, um, days, those kinds of things. And, and they talked about it being this thing where they were just like, oh, like when their child was like, oh, I had my first period. Da, da, da. And then they're just like, oh, that's so exciting. Like that means like you're get you're getting, your body is getting ready so you can be a mom one day. Right. And in their family, like, like the mom culture thing was so huge. It was like everybody just looked forward to the day that they could just be a nursing mom, kind of a mom phase kind of person. And I never understood that. Like I would become a mom in my early young mom phase. And then I would talk to my other young mom friends, especially those that like grew up this way with like 10 siblings and had the mom and all of this kind of thing. And they would be like, we would both be kind of doing our baby blue thing and be like, oh yeah, this is hard and stuff. But it was like, it was a different edge. I was having a hard time because I, I didn't really even know babies cried at night, right? Like I was just totally green. Whereas this other mom friend, I talked to her and she'd be like, yeah, I have this baby, but I feel incomplete. I don't feel like I'm really a mom until I have at least three. And so she was just like taking care of this baby, but she all the while she's just like, I just can't wait for baby number two and three so that like I can really feel like my family is started, right? And I was just like, oh my goodness, I am amazed by this mom, this hardcore mom culture that is out there that is just so feministic, hardcore family mom, like best thing in the world would be to become a mom and like all of this kind of stuff because I believe in it, right? Like I actually do, even though I'm not necessarily all the way in, all the way there, I believe that it's true and that it's good. Like I had this one friend and she had this scripture, this like quote in her scriptures, it was taped on the side of her scripture and it said like, you know, there's like, um, it had all the different minerals in the world. It was like diamonds, something, something is a something resource. Like, you know, for this. And it gave like gold is a something, something resource for this. And it gave all the most like precious stones, precious mineral stuff. And then it's like children is a natural resource for like, I don't know, something like for families and like perpetuating Heavenly Father's like eternal whatever, right? Like, but basically it was doing the comparison of like everybody in the world thinks that all of these physical things of the world are, are the most important natural resource where basically the, the gist of this poem was like, children are the most important natural resource. That, like, this is why the whole purpose of the earth has, has happened, right? This is why planet earth even exists, so that Heavenly Father can have his children come into a place where they can 
experience all their tests and trials and and come out of it you know it's almost like the spirit world is like is like let's just pretend like uh the existence of a of a spirit person between like kindergarten to grade 12 right and then they get to graduate from spirit world to get to go to like earth university in some ways and then they get to just go through earth life to 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 really get all of that experience that is so important. I was just talking about in my last last podcast. One of my favorite things about having a body. One of my favorite things. I have lots of favorite things about having a body, but one of them is getting to experience the joy of flexibility. And and I I feel kind of bad saying it sometimes because I realize there's so many people in this world that don't get to have the gift of flexibility. They don't get to feel what it feels like to feel almost like invincible right to have any physical challenge be given to a person and be like i could do that you know and it's i i'm not saying i could do that because of my strength i'm not saying i could do that because i have really good cardio but i saying i can do that because i have a great ability to be endure to have endurance which is kind of one in the same with flexibility but it's not just endurance and flexibility it's like having a mindset having a flexible mindset, right? That that is constantly creative and constantly like um able to take the all the snafus, all of the chaos and and put it into something that can become beautiful, right? And that's what I mean. It's like taking the pain, like a person usually tends to go to yoga because they experience pain. And then they're like, "Oh, well that means it's worth my time to spend my time doing yoga." And then so they do. And then they enter into the yoga space and then they realize that they're transforming their pain into something that is beautiful. And I didn't really always realize what that meant um because I really only saw the poses as they were, right? And then I was doing this flow sequence one time um according to this music and a friend was like talking about cuz I I don't know, I'm kind of more self-conscious. I don't like I don't like You know it's funny that I'm a yoga teacher because I don't always like the idea that everyone's looking at me. Especially from like the time when I was little, when I was like 3, <laughs> and somebody was like, "Hey, let's do a show and tell." And then they're like, "Everybody bring your thing." And so I brought this doll, and I brought it and I stood up there and I was horrified because everyone was looking at me and I just kind of like swift my doll around and I was bawling my eyes out. And and that <laughs> kind of sensation has kind of trailed on a little bit. Every so often I get back into that little girl mode where it's like everybody, no, I didn't I didn't invite everybody to come over. I I like I don't want everybody to be looking at me. I'm not supposed to be your host, right? Like I just get a little bit like scatterbrained. And so anyways, I just like I feel like every so often I get into these these modes where I can just really realize though that we get the opportunity to turn pain into beauty. to turn snafus and chaos into order and that's exactly what i love about for example like practicing yoga right it's like it's like if i was just born to come into this earth just to do yoga like that's just a beautiful concept to me right <laughs> but it's like not it's 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 like only one tiny particle as i mentioned before how it's only one tiny part of one compa- one commandment right and there's all the like i believe that there's probably as many commandments and true principles in eternal in the eternal scheme of learning and knowledge as there are stars or even more or atoms right 
if there's that many atoms in one person's hand, like more than the fish of the sea, more than whatever, think of the possibilities, right? Like, like we, there is no end. This is like the song. This is like the, the like, if you could hide a cola. And I'm just like, it's just like it's like exploding all over the place and I'm loving it right it's like when I start talking about oh the truth about menstruation it's like this is not this is not it right there is so much more that that's going on here that's just making everything happen and menstruation is one tiny little part of the whole picture of what makes everything go round and and it's an honor to witness and be a part of it and to be a willing, you know, person in this whole scheme. And I think that's that's a cool thing. It's a cool thing to be able to wear my badge and be like, yeah, I'm on day one. I'm on day one. I used to do this thing where I'd like pretend I'm like this chicken and I like have all these eggs inside and I'm like, I'm like laying all my eggs. Little did I know that my eggs came out two weeks ago. <laughs> Because I used to think that when, when like, the, when the stuff, when the stuff was coming out of me, that that's when, like, the eggs were coming out kind of thing. Whereas, but maybe it is. Oh, man, I need to study it again. But basically, it's like, it's like day one all the way to 28, right? And so, day one, I'm confused. I'm going to come back to this, and I'm going to get a little bit more clear about how to explain when my eggs are coming out and when I'm laying them, right? Like, am I laying them right now? Or did I lay them two weeks ago? Or did I lay them two weeks before that? Or do I even have eggs that I'm laying because I'm not really a chicken? Come on.